Christmas Evil, you got Blood Rage. What else? Got any other specific? Don't let me forget when we do recently watch that I did watch that Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and it's problematic. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but there's an even, even more problematic one. But listeners, we should say hello. We are Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast, a podcast that talks about a horror movie or three, which we will spoil. We'll try not to spoil too much of the uh, recently watched. And uh, I haven't reminded our listeners, new or old in a while, that we're not professional critics. We don't claim to be. We don't get paid for this. We do this because we care. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. You can find their music on iTunes or Amazon if you do want to buy it digitally. And if you want to say hello to them, they are uh, the Moon Dash Rays on Facebook. And we are chewing the scenery on Facebook and Instagram. That is what they call housekeeping. Here we are, guys. We made it through Thanksgiving. And uh, we're going to talk about some Thanksgiving stuff. You want to introduce us? I am Richard. I'm here with Will. Hello. And Jolian. Hello. There. That's Now all the housekeeping. I guess that is, you, you know, we got to say who we are. But we're not professionals, so. Yeah. Well, this is as... It's forgivable. This is professional as it gets for us, I think. Is, yeah. Uh, all, all that formal sounding stuff at the beginning. Oh, that's a, that that uh, pen is a boxing tiger. tiger. Yeah. You've seen them? Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Visuals on the radio is... Yeah. Great. Well, you know, we could post a picture of it. I've been terrible about posting stuff on Instagram. I've been horrible at it. Uh, I, I feel like it's just enough to hold it together to ooh, get uh, to and from work and do the job. And mm-hmm. um, This is a thing that we do because it's it's a nice little release and, and, and an escape from the world out there, which got covered in snow and then packed with ice. Yes. And... Uh, People can't drive when it's just flat, dry pavement. They're sure not doing a great job on it out there now. Yeah. I saw a title. You remember we were talking about there were titles on, on Tubi and whatnot that were just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Sexcula? No. <laughs> Se- sexcula? Sexcula, like Dracula, but sex. I've heard of Spermula. <laughs> and Dracula sucks. Oh, and Edward Penis Hands. That's an actual. That probably exists. Yes, it does exist. I'm not saying that as a joke. That that's a that's a porn parody. It's not a joke, people. Yeah, I've seen one called Defila, which isn't porn, but it's made specifically for for the for the deaf. Okay. To to basically, uh, I don't know. Deaf exploitation. That's what I was trying to think of. What? How would you put that? Well, deaf exploitation. Um, Sexcula, 1974. One hour, 27 minutes. 
Ooh, yeah. just in time. We got we and 1974, so that's two winners uh, right there. Yeah, checks um, two boxes. Right. I'm on it. First one, um, always under 90 minutes. I do need to point out that the poster has a woman with knee-high boots, uh, what appears to be a G-string or at least bikini bottom, no top, but partially covered by a Dracula cape. There's a gorilla with a fist raised and uh, some other various things going on in the background. Casual Friday. <laughs> That's what we like to call it. Um, the... The blurb says, a young couple discover a diary from 1896. In it, an incredible tale is told about a female mad doctor named Fallentingstein, <laughs> who, used, who uh, used her skills to create an artificial life form, a hunky would-be sex slave named Frank. It got four stars. Mm, out of 10. Out of 30. <laughs> uh, let's see, who all's in it? Debbie Collins. Nobody. James Orlando. Bud, Their names have been lost to time. Bud Cole plays the gorilla and the lumberjack. Or gorilla slash lumberjack. Maybe it's a gorilla with a lumberjack shirt. Probably no pants. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, nobody you've heard of. Pretty sure. Um, ooh, the tagline on this one. She'll suck more than your blood. Oh, stop it. Um, that was me, not them. The oh, stop it part. Oh, it's Canadian. Will. Oh. Will. <laughs> Sexu sexcula. No. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <clears throat> I just shot any positives I had. Lot <laughs> of this movie. You were hanging by a thread and then somebody yeah, said Canada. Like, oh, it's made in Canada. Cronenberg's not attached to it. I don't want it. Well, maybe he's working under a pseudonym, a nom de plume. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I could understand why he would leave this off his resume. Uh, Sexula? No, I had nothing <clears throat> to do with that. <laughs> that was a different Cronenberg. It was um, an Alan <clears throat> Smithy, I believe. Yes, that Smithy guy. So guys, uh, if you want to um, start with the recently watched, just don't let me forget the Charlie Brown things. All right, why don't you start with that? <clears throat> okay, I could talk about that. Um so you know how sometimes you just turn on the television and for some weird reason there's broadcast television and a thing is starting that you are present for? Right, sex killer. Well, yeah. that would be one example. I don't think that just happens to play on TV. On Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Sure. They always play sex killer. Yeah. Very crudely animated. <laughs> yeah. Problematic. Stop motion. <laughs> don't stop motion. Um, so the... Uh, the, the uh, what is it? Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown, I'm assuming it's called. Something like that. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. Something like that. Okay. So that was on. It was starting. I said, oh, you know what? Just like when I was a kid, you're there when it begins and you sit through the thing, commercials and all. Um, it's pretty dumb. I, no. I own the DVD set that has that on it, and I have watched it like maybe three years ago, and I just forgot about how pushy Peppermint Patty is and how she's so closeted. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, she keeps calling him Chuck. She uses his name, not his actual name, but she calls Charlie Brown Chuck like five times per sentence. Uh-huh. And just keeps talking to him. It's a memory thing. 
There must be. Yeah, you know, it's a mnemonic device she's devised. Well, she went to a Tony Robbins seminar, uh-huh. and he was just like, "Well, one of the things you need to remember is uh, repetition will sort of a uh, you know get that name sort of embedded in your yeah. memory." Anyway, um, so that was something I happened to watch. I didn't seek it out. I really wanted to watch. Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Like I said, I have. Oh yeah, I watch that every year. I have the DVD, and I didn't. I'm gonna watch it. It's just because it's, it's past. too late. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna watch no, it. You missed can't, the can't window. Do it now you destroy the magic. <laughs> we always watch that one and the Christmas one every year. Yeah, you can't watch them. The Christmas you know, out of time. The, the Christmas one is still pretty magical for me, and for listeners who do like um, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, or whatever it's called. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas, whatever. A the, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, if you like, uh, hey Chuck, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas with Charlie Brown. <laughs> right. It's called Hey Chuck. Um, what was the What was the group that did Hey Ya? Uh, Outcast. Outcast. Yeah. With a K. Outcast. Um, look up uh, a video uh, that somebody did some wonderful editing. Mm-hmm. Hey Ya, Charlie Brown. Yeah, it, oh, okay. it's pretty amazing. It's the whole dance. Yeah, scene, yeah. and Linus is the MC. <clears throat> in case you ever wondered, um, so uh, so I watched. Uh, let's see, another one that happened to be on. It's a Wonderful Life, nineteen forty-six. Mm. Starting. Ooh, that's a bit early. Yeah, it's a little early for that, but it was December first, I think, when it was on, or November thirtieth. So it was right there. You know, it's kind of a. It's kind of a uh, almost a Christmas horror because that gets really dark. It does, yeah. it does. And for anyone who ever, why, wa- if you ever rented it, you could just record over the bit right after he jumps off the bridge and move the credits forward, and it gets real dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that the cop and the taxi driver are Bert and Ernie. Yep, that's something that uh, you can't help but notice it that first time you watch it where you're paying attention. Um, it stars Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed, uh, directed by Frank Capra. He went on to do some noir, didn't he? Uh, or did he? I don't think he did any noir. I don't believe well, so. Aside from the parts of this one, <laughs> which was pretty dark. Yeah. I like when uh, when the angel asks for some mulled wine and the, uh, and the racist homophobic bartender is like, look here, you... We don't need any characters around here to give the place ambiance. And then he tells, he's like, "We serve whiskey and beer and hard liquor for men who want to get drunk fast." Right. And then he says something about, "All right, you two pixies, beat it." Yeah. He calls them pixies. It's like mm, mm, code out the yeah. door through the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've seen this, Will? A few times. Right. Um, so that was something. Probably for probably every year for twenty years, maybe. Yeah. Oh, they had that um, that uh, really weird uh, birth of a nation or whatever it's called, Charlie Brown. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. That's not what it was called. Um, but there's a Charlie Brown you're that's in, you're in the clan now, Charlie Brown. I <laughs> yes. believe it was called. Cool. Yeah, the the Grand Dragons all womp 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 womp. <laughs> But uh, now there's there's one that talks about how the pilgrims came over. It was about the first Thanksgiving, and uh, but the characters are in it, and they're showing like they're burying dead bodies. You have to see this if you haven't seen it. 
and they actually show adults talking huh. talking charlie brown adults yeah but it's, it's not in in their modern times so i no, guess I because it's in you know historical context maybe it's okay to show them and let them have actual voices but it's weird they're, they're in really early versions of the comic strip yeah it, yeah yeah that's true um, but this is strange for anyone. And I could grab the, the DVD set and tell you what the title of it is, but, uh, you know what? I, we'll do that on the next episode maybe, but it's Put it in the show now, but they're like, yeah, uh, they're talking about all the people from the Mayflower dying and they're showing them like burying bodies and shit huh. in a the bodies come back. <laughs> I wish, I really wish they did. Undead pilgrims. It, it's undead pilgrims, Charlie Brown. They do more than suck your blood. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. Uh, let's see. Um, the Irishman is mm. on Netflix. Yep. And I didn't know that until yeah, I not seen that yet. opened up Netflix and there was the banner for it. I was like, what? So I think, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. Joe Pesci, um, best supporting actor. And the reason they did a, a theatrical run is so they could uh, put it in the uh, competition for the Oscars. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's on at the Esquire. Oh yeah, I mean it's still playing in, in plenty of theaters, but they're, but they're, the reason behind doing that I think was, they, they could have gone straight to Netflix and and had like massive amounts of views on it, but the uh, but the thing about it is, uh, it's a Martin Scorsese film, although it's three and a half hours long or whatever, um, it's so good, and if you ever wondered what happened to Jimmy Hoffa, well supposedly this tells you. Okay. All right. Good so, things, right? Just, he liked ice cream. <laughs> kid, kid, he retired in Tahiti. Something like that, yeah. yeah kid, only good things happen to Jimmy Hoffa here. Yeah, kids thought he was a neat guy. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, we got together and pitched in, got you a ticket out here. You worked hard enough. Yeah. You you can just retire. The pleasant mafia. Yeah. Don't come back to town, though. Yeah. You're going for a ride, see? So anyway, to the uh, airport we packed back. Yeah. So the Irishman is so worth a look. Uh, we did it in, in uh, two installments because it was a lot to watch at once, and that's okay, you know. Unless you start at two in the afternoon on a Saturday, you you might want to. Uh, if you start after six p.m., yeah, you might want to get some coffee in you first. Um, on Shutter was an anthology called Little Deaths. And, uh, of course, if you're familiar with the expression, I think the French call an orgasm the little death. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's strange, but um, I'm sure it's something to do with the translation. Um, This one is interesting. Um, Let's see if I could... uh, More interesting than Sexula? Did you actually watch Sexula? I did not watch Sexula. I didn't, but I'm going to now. Sexula. We should do that for the next episode. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Would that be our 200th episode? Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds perfect. It's nothing but fireworks. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's not yeah. any fireworks. This is this is episode 199. All right. Right now, right here, as we record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched Little Deaths. It's, uh, it's three segments with stories of sex, violence, and death, uh, and revenge in England. Um the first segment's called Home and Home. The second one's called Mutant Tool. And, uh, the Mutant third, Tool? Yeah. Um, it's weird. Um, no. Yeah. I sh- let's see. I'll jump back one here and see if I can tell What's you. What's the third one? 
Uh, let's see. What is the third one called? It doesn't say. Um, that's the bad one. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a filler. <laughs> um, what was the little one? Third one? The third one is called Bitch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's no need for that. There's not, but it was referring to dogs, I think. Um, I probably shouldn't read the, the little synopses or, or summaries of these either way, but uh, I will say that if you, if you like anthologies but you don't want them to be ridiculous and like cartoonish. These are all a little dark. And uh, although there are some humorous moments in some of them, they're, they're pretty weird. And, and uh, there's some violence. The first one to give you an idea is about a couple who likes to pretend to be these really Christian, um, really outgoing charitable people. And they, and they go get a woman from uh a park somewhere or a doorway or something who, who looks homeless, bring her home, clean her up, feed her, get some wine in her, and then do awful things to her. Um, and without saying too much, uh, there's a surprise in it for them at one point. They set her up with an apartment, a job, a makeover. <laughs> yeah, they go, they, they go far beyond what you think they're going to do. Uh-huh. And everyone lives happily ever after. It's yeah. bizarre. It's so weird. Yeah. Because you're waiting the whole time. Yeah. something bad to happen. Yeah, that other... They sh- have stings, but then nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those orchestral strikes and musical stings. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is so worth a look if you have Shudder. If you don't, you know, there's free trials of it out there, and it's not expensive anyway. And who knows? You could even share passwords with a friend. Uh, so that plus um, Blood Freak is what I've watched since last time. And we'll talk about Blood Freak along with our other two movies, because we all kind of Thanksgiving did a little bit yes. late. Yeah. It was just a bring your own Thanksgiving party. Yeah. yeah. So this is thanks- potluck. This is Thanksgiving Horror Leftovers episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe that'll be our title. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. All right, I Will. Watched, kick it. Um, God, if I can remember. Uh, we've been watching Harlots. Harlots? It's on uh, Hulu. Oh, it's all right. Is it all I'll say about it? Okay, it's uh, a series. A series like uh, three seasons, probably six to eight episodes a season. Is this a pardon my ex? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not a pardon my murder. It's a uh, pardon my prostitution. It's an old timey prostitution story, 18th century. I'm not really sure the time period. All right. Um, you know, there's two rival body houses that are you know trying to make a living are they selling bodies to medical schools that kind of thing no not body body oh b-a-w body body whorehouses whorehouses so uh anyway um it's all right if you like a kind of tv uh period piece yeah you know um Everything's bad for everybody, yeah. Pretty much, and worse for some, yeah. Um, I guess unless you're rich, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, it's enjoyable enough. And then uh, I finished up watching Living with Yourself, yeah, um, which was with uh, Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd as a clown. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty good. 
I enjoyed it. They left it open for a sequel. I don't know that it needs one. <laughs> I think you could just leave it where it is and it'd be fine. I mean, they leave end on a cliffhanger, but why do you need everything wrapped up? Right. Um, and then we watched uh, Bava's Shock. Hmm. How is that? Um, it was really good. I liked it. But is that one jump scare in it? Oh, oh my God! That is <laughs> the best jump scare I've ever seen. Okay, in this movie. Where is this available? I need to watch. I've got it on DVD. It's on Prime, I believe. Is it? Yeah. Is it a good transfer? Yeah, it's a good transfer. Okay. It looks really good. Then I probably don't need to borrow it if it's that um, good. Okay. Yeah, it has the best jump scare I've ever seen. Um, it's got a lot of uh, mother issues. <laughs> You know, which Italian directors seem to have in spades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a lot of weird... Yeah, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. we're, we're looking at you, Dario. It's an unseemly relationship in this film, I'll say. Mm, yep. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. But I love Italian horror films from the 70s. Yeah. Pretty much all of them I've seen. Even the really bad ones. Oh, yeah. Something's interesting going on, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Always. Uh, they're always kind of dreamlike. Logic doesn't really play into them a whole lot. Yeah. You know, this one has a lot of, uh, or does this one, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. They all blend together, but I think it has a bit of uh, psychobabble from a doctor in it one point you know <laughs> that doesn't make any sense and even at the time was way outdated <laughs> yeah which it always seems to happen oh and then we watched uh uh nothing but the night and what have you seen this one christopher oh. lee and peter cushing yes and a cult yeah yeah um yeah i, I saw it. it was in the 1972 i believe and uh Involved a cult. Off of Greece. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Peter Cushing and and, uh, and Christopher Lee's names pop up on the screen. They're not advertised in the blurb at all. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for the, the little synopsis on Prime. <clears throat> and then their names came up. And it was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> and it was. Um there's a, a mysterious cult, a bunch of deaths, and uh, they gave away the ending with the, the little blurb. Oh, that's too bad. You know, but it's still good. You know, mentioning Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing reminded me of something I was going to ask Jolien a few episodes ago. Does uh, does Hammer Dracula drink blood with his pinky out? I don't think so, no. Okay, just checking. Uh, There's another question. Here's a UFO question. He's, he's Transylvanian, not English. Well, I guess that's true. true. Yeah. I mean, he's played by an Englishman, but so what? Um, Will, do you... Okay, you're on the fence somewhat about UFOs and where they're from and sure. what they mean. Yeah, on the fence. <laughs> you're kinda, you're kinda we'll te- put it there. Yeah. You're kind of teetering one way. Uh-huh. Maybe then, I yeah. can't decide. Um, so a young woman at work has a theory about uh, about extraterrestrials, uh, UFOs, and, that, and the lot. Which is? That they're just piloted... Although these are very advanced civilizations on other planets, um, that doesn't mean they don't also have hillbillies. So oh. these are just just um, uh, poorly poorly maintained uh, interstellar spacecraft piloted by um, extraterrestrial hillbillies. All right. And that's why they don't make all the, the smartest moves, and that's why they can't fly right. What do you think? It's a pretty good theory. 
All right. Also, you know, Bigfoot could be just some sort of a hillbilly as well. I think she basically thinks anything uh, paranormal is a hillbilly. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It simplifies everything. Doesn't it? Yeah. Ghosts? Just hillbillies. Disembodied hillbillies. Disembodied hillbillies. Yeah. Everything's a hillbilly. Spectral hillbillies. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it just gives me a reason to want to watch some hicksploitation. Hmm. Exploitation. Okay, sorry, back to your list. Uh I think that's it. I'm sure there were other things that I Yeah. Watched. Uh um, any holiday stuff? Any Hallmark n- movies? No, no Hallmark. Uh I did watch Blood Rage, you know. Of course. Yeah, my t- yearly my yearly Thanksgiving movie. So that's although th- this uh this home sweet home looks like it's Oh boy. Wow. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. I tried to find it because Richard told me that you, you watch something called Home Sweet Home and not to bother. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That's a dare. Ooh, that's a real dare. You can tell Jolien really didn't like it if he's like, don't bother. Yeah, if you want to see... Some spicy I, I recommend Sweet Home, which is a Japanese horror movie. Okay. okay. Haunted house movie. I recommend that one, but... Um, Home Sweet Home. There were there were about four movies on Prime and Tubi called Home Sweet yes. Home. Yes. And all of them had been made in the last two years. <laughs> and they all involved uh, either a home invasion uh, or something along those lines. A yeah. couple breaks down on the side of the road and they go into an abandoned building and psychos try to attack them. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like, wow, this whole run of home sweet home movies i don't know if they're related maybe it's a series yeah maybe that's always a possibility but anyway what'd you watch uh well we watched all the um second season of star trek discovery is that the one that's only on the cbs it was on cbs yeah, yeah so we have okay. to wait for it to come out on disc okay but uh yeah we love that um i mean it's got callbacks all the way to the very first pilot wow Star Trek. That's great. And so it builds up all these payoffs and, and then pays them off in the in the two part ending. Oh, good. It's it's awesome. Uh, watched uh, the strange case of uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde from nineteen sixty eight. This TV, like I think it was a two night film they did. Okay. Starring Jack Palance, um, with uh, Dick Smith makeup. Uh, also starring Den Holm Elliott. Uh, Billy Whitelaw. Don't know that one. She's the uh, she becomes the new nurse in the Omen. Oh, oh okay. okay. Um, Torin Thatcher, uh, Oscar Homolka. Um, produced by Dan Curtis, directed by Charles Jarrett. Um, music by Robert Cobbert, who who did music for Dark Shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, filmed in Toronto. Ooh, all right. Um, that's what I read filmed in Toronto uh, some of the locations like the uh, conservatory and, and a couple of the street locations look exactly like the ones they used in um, just Franco's Jack Ripper to me uh, uh, but I don't think he ever went to Toronto to film anything I wouldn't think so um, anyway um, this is really good it's probably one of the best versions of the story oh, on, wow. on film uh, Jack Plants is great of course. Um, Dick Smith kind of built up his, you know, he's kind of got a broken nose. Yeah. He kind of built up his, I didn't realize it had been done, it's, um, but he makes 
Jekyll more handsome. Oh. And then with the Hyde, they kind of do this kind of satire look to him. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, he was, he's good enough that, you know, and he's playing like really different characters. He, you know, he could have just done it without makeup. And oh, okay. Done a convincing switch. <clears throat> but this is a really nice production. Um, yeah, check that one out. He, he, you know, Jack Plancy did like uh, Dracula mm-hmm. with Dan Curtis and he did a Frankenstein. I've never seen the Frankenstein I've not seen one. that one yet. I've heard that one's pretty dull, but mm. the Dracula one's good. Um, That's why we have a rule, no more Frankensteins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when uh, Gene Cullen was drawing the Tomb of Dracula series, uh-huh. his Dracula is based off of that Dracula. Oh, okay. The Jack Palance one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you can tell when, yeah. when you look at it and think, oh, yeah, there he is. Um, yeah, so that one's really good. Uh, and we've been watching the, the Airport series. Emily has never seen those before. Oh. So uh, have you seen these? Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Right. Uh, so they, they, they came out on Blu-ray maybe a year ago. Okay. Uh, it looked great. Um, the first one is like shot on 70 millimeter. Ooh. Todd, it's, you know, it looks fantastic. Wow. Um, so that, that one, you know, that one's got an all-star cast in it. The one, if you're looking for people who've been in horror movies, is the second one, which is Airport 1975. Right. So this one's, um, uh, this has got Charlton Heston. Nice. Karen Black. So you know her from yeah. Trilogy mm-hmm. of Terror and Of course. Like. Uh, George Kennedy, he's in all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's in the airplane movie. Yes. He's playing the same character. Um, he was. He's done a bunch of horror movies. Um, he was in Straight Jacket, uh, Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte, Death Ship, Just Before Dawn, Creepshow 2, Demon Warp. Yeah. The Terror Within. <laughs> yeah, he's done a bunch. Uh, Gloria Swanson in her last role. She was in. Oh. You know, she was a huge star in the 20s. Yeah. And then, then she was in Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um, Linda Blair. Oh. In her second feature film. Wow. Playing a very sweet girl who's being taken to a hospital to get a transplant. Oh. And this nun sings a song to her. This this movie, like um, when they did Airplane, mm-hmm. a lot of the gags come from this one. Yeah. And the plot comes from um, uh, Zero Hour, which yeah. is a 1950s airplane movie. Um, Dana Andrews. Wow. Not the demon. Uh, wow. He was in Zero Hour. Back in 1957, <laughs> uh, which is really good, a disaster movie. And he's also in another one called uh, The Crowded Sky, which is also about a mid-air collision. Wow. Um, Imagine being typecast yeah. as the guy who's always in air collision movies. And then one of the pilots of the uh, the, the main jetliner is uh, Ephraim Zimbalas Jr., who was also in The Crowded Sky. Wow. So, <laughs> wow, they... They're paying attention when they cast this one. Uh, uh, also, Myrna Loy. Um, really? You know her from... Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Thin Man, Mask of Fu Manchu. She was, uh, she was in one of the original, if not the first, body count movie, which is uh, 13 Women. Oh, okay. Uh, Roy Thinnis, who's like the king of TV horror movies. Yeah. Uh, including Satan's School for Girls. Oh, okay. My, my favorite. Yeah. There's also one called uh, The Horror at 37,000 Feet from 1973, which has William Shatner in it. It's about where they take these uh, stones from England and they fly them across the Atlantic, and but the, the ghosts of the Druids kind yeah. of haunt the train oh, okay. and wherever. Uh, and he's, he's, he's in a really good one called uh, The Norless Tapes from 1973. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Ed Nelson is one of the rescuers. He's he's he was he was in tons of like fifties 
stuff like Attack of the Crab Monsters and Invasion of the Source Man. Oh, okay. Uh, she Gods of Shark Reef. Oh, yes. Um, Night of the Blood Beast. Uh, the, the Brain Eaters. Ooh. Bucket of Blood. Uh, Devil's Partner. And he's, he's in this like, uh, kind of a eccentric one in the 90s called The Boneyard, where they meet these like Chinese demons. Hmm. Uh, that, that's a good one. Uh, Beverly Garland. You'll know her. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was in a lot of Roger Corman right. stuff. Uh, it Conquered the World, Not This Earth, The Alligator People. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Austin Stoker, who was in Assault and Precinct 13. Okay. Abby. Mm. Horror High, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Abby, that's the black exploitation exorcist. Yeah. And uh, the last movie he did, I think, was uh, Three from Hell. Ooh. Oh. You, you had Will and then you lost him. <laughs> So, so yeah, airport. Wow. Uh, so that's a, that's the non Thanksgiving yeah. movies I watched. Right. All right. And then you watched Home Sweet Home with, yep. with Body by Jake in it. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Jake Steinfeld. Jake Steinfeld. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, so he's he's the killer named Jay Jones. He co-founded Major League Lacrosse, personal trainer to Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg. Um, star of Big Brother Jake, 1990 to 1994. I can't believe that was a real show. I don't in, remember anything about that. No. <laughs> and in, yet it ran four seasons. Uh, he was in Cheech and Chong's next movie. He was in Tough Guys with, he? with uh, Burt Lancaster and Charlton Heston. Okay. That's where these two guys get out of prison. And one of them's just a few years younger, so he gets set free and he gets a job and an apartment kind of set up for him. Mm-hmm. The other one, Burt Lancaster, is just a few years older, so he goes to an old folks' home, also subsidized by the government, apparently. And that's where Buddy by Jake works. He's like an orderly, uh, some sort of um, supervisor that tries to make them eat their meals. And uh, Imagine if that was his real name, Body yeah, by, by Jake. I, I just call him Body by Jake. The, the same way you would... Uh, you would call uh, Bruce Willis Diehard. Okay. That's just his name. Like that his first name is Body. Body. His last name is By Jake. Yes. <laughs> but that's a... Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are in that movie, too. <laughs> for some weird reason. And a lot of movie punks. So, what else is on the list? I think um, that's it. That, that was it. That was it? What I've seen. Oh. Wow. So, um... So this is our Thanksgiving leftovers episode. We're yeah. all we're all bringing something leftover from Thanksgiving that we that we we partook in after the fact or yeah. during the fact, and uh, we're now into December. Woo! Yeah. yeah, this this is the shortest it can be from Thanksgiving to Christmas because of hmm. where the month started and the fact that Thanksgiving is always what the last Thursday of the month. Yeah. Or whatever, the fourth Thursday or the last Thursday, whatever it is anyway. Um, And because of the day of the week that um, November started on, Thanksgiving landed as late as it could, and here comes Christmas. Which means we better get it ready for our Christmas extravaganza. Um, So, Will, do you want to kick it off with your your annual watching of uh, Blood Blood Rage? Blood Rage. Blood Rage. Uh, We did an... An episode on this? Yes, we did. Way back uh, at some point. I don't know if we have a master list of 
when we did everything. I'm sure you're yes. archiving these yes, episodes. Fully indexed. Yes. Yeah. I can, Annotated. Yeah. I can look that up. All of that. Um, Blood Rage, a uh, 1983, 84-87 film, depending on <laughs> what part of the film you were watching. Also called Slasher. Mm-hmm. Slasher? Yes. That's the title that comes up uh, on the film. Nowhere does it say Blood Rage. Hasn't it got another title? Uh, I think so in the credits somewhere there's another title because mm. it evidently had a lot of problems. <laughs> and you can tell there's a couple scenes that um, I believe were filmed later. Like they, they had to go back to kind of sav- salvage the whole thing and film a couple extra scenes, add a weird di- uh, overdub of narration from a, from a doctor who <laughs> I'm guessing the scene didn't quite give them what they wanted, so they had to, you know, dub in this doctor talking about the patient. Um, deals with a... Oh, we're being told right now, uh, number 110. Episode 110 was Blood Rage. Yes, and that was uh, June of... Uh, that's not possible. 2017? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was November of 2017. I like that it says it was created June of 2011. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was wow. first, first released in 1983. No, yeah. but I mean our episode. Our episode. We had, we had to wait for podcasts to come into existence to, yes. to right. get it down on tape. Yes. Yeah. Um, this movie uh, was about a murderous twin, an evil twin. Mm-hmm. They lock up the wrong one. And he escapes on Thanksgiving, which sets off his uh, his evil twin. And uh, man, Hilarity the mom in it, it is still fantastic. Cram- Makes the whole movie. Sauce starts to flow. Oh man, the line "That's not cranberry sauce." Kind of funny the first time they say it. <laughs> they repeat it three times. Oh god. Ooh, that is good. Um, you talked about Jack Palance. Uh, mm. You know, uh, playing character, uh, you know, two different characters. This one relies on the the old method of messing up your hair to play one character and combing it back to play the other character. Uh, so not wardrobe cues, but hairdo cues. Pretty much, yeah. I okay. remember him being, he, he managed to distinguish the characters. He, he did. He did a pretty good job. He, um, he walked like a panther. Yeah, and he, uh, he was kind of, you know, down in the mouth and... Uh, disheveled when he was the twin that had been locked up right um yeah what else can you say it's not a good movie (laughs) but i watch it every year yeah uh just like christmas evil not a good movie but i enjoy it for some reason because it's it's not good it's not incompetent but the choices they make are strange and yeah you you wonder why why was this film made you know, you know, I can totally see why Blood Rage was made because it's it's a slasher film. They're cashing in, right? You know, and the, then they didn't it, need much money to do it, and then it got you know held back. It does have some pretty good kills, uh, or at least gory sort of kills. There's nothing terribly creative. Now, doesn't it start in like a drive-in theater? Yes. Okay. And somebody gets their head chopped off. A couple's making love in the car, and the guy gets his head chopped in, and the lady runs off. Uh, screaming wow and then the one twin who killed the guy passes the axe to the kind of dumb founded other twin who can't believe his twin just killed this guy (laughs) 
puts a bloody handprint on his cheek and starts screaming, Mom, 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 Todd killed him. Todd so killed they him. lock Todd up. On that evidence. Yeah, on that evidence. Sure. And Terry, Terry, you seem, spends the next 10 years, you know, uh, living a normal life till he hears Todd's break has broken out and he starts killing people at the complex, the housing, the apartment complex. <laughs> you know, it's not often enough that a movie like Blood Rage comes along where it was low budget, but that didn't make it suffer like it should have. It still entertained you. Yeah, it still entertained me. Yeah. I, I will not joke that it, you know, it was good at all or uh, it didn't suffer from the low budget. It certainly did. <laughs> when we recorded that episode, did I talk about how my brother Bill would uh, reach over and honk the horn in the car when we were waiting for mom to go in the stupid bank or whatever? Yeah, I think so. And then blame me for it. Oh, okay. He would reach past me and honk the horn like an asshole. And mom would come out furious that this embarrassing behavior was going on at the curbside next to the bank situation. And uh, the thing that pissed me off so much, I was like five years old. I would be like, he did it. He did it. I didn't do Mm -hmm. it. And she'd say, I don't care which one of you did it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that made me so mad. It's like, no, just recognize that he's the dick honking the horn and murdering people with an ax and then Mm -hmm. blaming me. Yeah. So I would have been the twin that got locked up. Uh Uh-huh. You would have been Todd. I would have been Todd. Yeah. Mopey, stupid Todd. Honking the horn and chopping people's heads off. Or not. Yeah. (laughs) And and Gene said, oh, such a terrible movie. I just had to remind her three from hell. Three. There you go. (laughs) Man, that's your ace card now, isn't Uh it? (laughs) Uh-huh. Anything. Yeah. Three from hell. Yeah. Like, oh, this movie is great. Yeah, hold on, I got, I got it. It adds a whole letter grade. <clears throat> I got you a Blu-ray for Christmas, to Eugenia. any movie you she, compare it to. You could just have that Blu-ray ready to just like scene select something mm-hmm. and be like, okay, what did you just watch? How bad was it here? Now I queued something up for you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit play, and then uh, you know that'll sort it all out for you. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I have a copy of it right here. I can't here. believe mm-hmm. you bought a copy of that. Well, what, what, and you I, haven't destroyed it yet. Was I going to rent the thing? No. No, probably not. But Were we going to just guess that it was going to be what it was? There was no guessing. We could have just read a synopsis. Yeah, I guess. We could have made it up. Yeah. It probably would have been more entertaining. I know it would have been more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what we made up. We've made up better movies from our imagination on this show so many times. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, is, is, is that it for... for That's you? about all I can say for Blood Rage. Listen to episode 110. Yeah. A lot more in-depth analysis into yeah. Blood Rage. <laughs> Probably a, mother, a more uh, colorful um, uh, retelling of my childhood trauma. Yeah. I'm sure I probably... And did. I talk about the mother character in this who's just... She's fantastic. The uncut version of this is 82 minutes. Wow. That is so in in your wheelhouse right yep. there. It's, uh, I think that's the one we watched. Yeah. I mean, it was probably just a The first copy I watched, they obviously um, had the, the uh, 
VHS. The censored version, <laughs> but they had the uncensored scenes from a, a different copy that they had cut back in. Yeah. And those were from a really bad VHS copy, and you could barely tell what was going on with the kills. Yeah. It made them a little more effective because you were just like, what's going on? What? There's a lot of blood, and there's some massive flesh there. Yeah, it's like the first versions of of, uh, full-color surveillance cameras. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, rather than just being kind of greenish-gray, and then, oh, these are actually in color, sort of. But really, really grainy. Yeah. Here, watch it on this. Yeah, that would add a little creepiness. Prime has a a much better copy-looking copy. Good. Yeah, it needs needs to be fully restored and put on Blu-ray. Yeah, somebody like Vinegar Syndrome can... Maybe they have. They I, probably have. Yeah, those. there's enough of those uh, video... Um, well, I won't say they're just like a releasing house. They actually do some serious restoration on some stuff. And it saves some of this stuff. That from, shouldn't be saved. <laughs> that shouldn't be saved some of it. I was scrolling through some of the titles. And I was like, okay, Black Friday sales, whatever. I'm going to scroll through this. It's like, I just can't. I really shouldn't. Okay. You know, Mother's Day shouldn't be on Blu-ray. It should be on a grimy 16-millimeter yeah. film. Yeah. You know, You're not wrong. Nobody should watch that. Uh, Jolien, do you want to talk about Home Sweet Home with Body by Jake? Yes. Uh, so directed by uh, Nessie Pena of uh, first person to film The Doors, uh, involved in Dracula's sex. But not sex killer, as far as I know. <laughs> sex killer. Um, so this is about an escaped mental patient who uh, is one of those horror movie escape mental patients who can drive. Yes. So he takes off and he ends up at this ranch and uh, basically sets to work slashing. Um, he runs over a granny on the way. Uh, and there's a uh, so the ranch is a bunch of people getting together for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, one of them's a, a kid who's wearing like mime makeup, and he plays electric guitar all the time with his his portable electric guitar pack. It's like a a kiss. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a kiss fan or not. There's no kiss. He looks like the guy from the addicts. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, his, that, that character's name is the mistake. Right. Yeah, and he, he, he like he likes to run up to. The others, when they're trying to make out and and yell rock and roll forever and do some shredding and then run off again. Um, You know, the working title for this film was The Mistake. (laughs) I would have liked him on roller skates. Because we we watched the Kill Count thing. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know the Kill Count uh, videos. uh, And that guy was running around with that portable guitar and I could just... I could only think of that guy. What was what was his name? That one in uh, like Venice Beach. He would wear a turban. They they featured him in a Blue Blocker commercial for the Blue Blocker sunglasses. Dave, Steve, no Al. No. I think that he called himself the Freak or something. Um, but he roller skated and played a. I don't assume that was his yeah. birth name. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. He, so the mistake is played by Peter DePaula, who was a pro magician since he was thirteen and. Uh, you know, he worked at the Magic Castle in L.A. and Oh, nice. Uh, he, he did a tour with uh, Doug uh, Henning. Oh, uh, Doug Henning. Um, he, he was he played a mime on Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, oh, maybe the, that's the, why the mime makeup. TV series, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he's a for real magician. You see him doing some close-up, like, 
prestidigitation in this. Yeah, he's, with the, he's really good. Yeah, with the red rubber balls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that's him. Um, so uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of um, so in between the slashing, there's lots of stuff not happening. Uh, there's lots of scenes of people driving, walking, darkness. There's like I saw a credit at the end for a lighting director. Like, no way. Wait, no. is this the guy from Manos, Hands of Fate? Yeah. <laughs> well, some guy had a lamp. That's why he got the the credit. But yeah, right. There's like there's several minutes of this movie is just like complete black. Wow. Um, there's there's even a scene where uh, you you they just have someone flushes a toilet and you get to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Filmmaking. Um, yeah, so uh, Jake Steinfeld plays Jay Jones. And um, let's see. Uh, Angel, the little girl, is played by Vanessa Shaw, who was in um, Hocus Pocus when she grew up. Oh. And also Eyes Wide Shut and the Hills of Eyes 2006 version. Oh, and uh, Harold Bradley is played by Don Edmonds. Uh, he was also a director. Um, he uh, he directed the first two Ilsa movies. Oh. So Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS, yes. and Ilsa, Horring Keeper of the Oil Sheiks. Sexy nuts. But not Nazi Ilsa exploit. comes home. <laughs> Nazi exploitation. The seen third movie. I think that was a four-season sitcom, wasn't it? Yeah, Elsa comes home. Yeah. Um, Merry was, Christmas, Elsa She Wolf of the SS. <laughs> it's an Elsa She Wolf of the SS Christmas. Charlie Brown. Uh, so, so Don Edmonds is also an actor. He was in um, uh, some of the Gidget stuff. Oh, okay. Sixties and other beach movies. Yeah. Um, he was also in Terror <clears throat> on Tour, which is a slasher about a group called the Clowns who are based off of Kiss and they're all wearing a kind of mime clown makeup. Oh. Mm. Uh, I have not seen that one. If you want a if you want a good like a Kiss cash in if you didn't know about this and I think I talked about it on one of our episodes on an episode of The Love Boat there was a character named Deacon Dark and he's basically a Gene Simmons ripoff and <laughs> it's Sonny Bono. <laughs> oh, you just broke my brain! Oh, wait till you see a picture of Deacon Dark. Oh man! Yeah, in fact, I think I'm going to just Google Deacon Dark for you all. There's, a, there's a Gene Simmons mask in um, Silent Night, Bloody Night, isn't there? So I don't remember yeah, when they're when he's working the toy shop. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, here I'm gonna turn the monitor so you guys can see. Oh, I've seen. I've. Oh my god, I remember that episode now. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a sort of flat brim, not a derby, but a flat brim hat. Oh my goodness, yeah, he's. Uh, he's like if Santana and Kiss. Yeah. Had a baby. Yeah. Or or if uh, <laughs> King Diamond and Sonny Bono had a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Instead of a space cat, one of them became Groucho Marx in a fedora. <laughs> right. A, sort of a Billy... S- a space Marx. Is it Billy Jack, sort of? <laughs> yeah, it is a Billy Jack hat. Sort of, yeah. Go on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the other actors is uh, Charles Hayes, who is... Uh, he plays Wayne. Uh, he was in Effects, and uh, he was in Twin Peaks as Decker. 
and he was in X-Files and Field of Dreams. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's some people in here who did other things. but uh, Mainly Bonnie by Jake. Yeah. He's, he's the most famous person, I think, <clears throat> from this. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's got a couple of those crazy kills. Uh, like the, the one where he, he does the flying leap onto a car bonnet as someone's leaning into it. And yeah. Yeah. That is a pretty good one. Yeah. What a way to go. Having some big meathead just smash the, the fucking car hood in I you. don't think it would kill you. I don't think it would either. It would, I think it hurt like hell, but I don't think it'd kill you. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? <laughs> you big knucklehead, get off me. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, I'm telling mom. It, it, I'd recommend watching the uh, uh, the kill count yeah. version of this rather than the actual movie because, as I say, there's lots of stuff either not happening or happening and you can't see what is going <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, that's lot, even worse. A lot of things not happening. <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, you know, that sounds like Citizen Kane compared to what I watched. Yeah. <laughs> What did you watch then, Richard? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I watched Blood Freak 1972 Mm. because we had already watched Blood Rage and I knew it was good by its, you know, in its own way, in its own special way. It's good. Um, And I've always heard Blood Freak wasn't. Mm. Well, you Mm. know what? I watched this thing and I'm here to tell you it really wasn't. (laughs) Where'd you watch it? Uh, This was on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Which kind of surprised me that I they, should have looked this one up too. The summary of this is: a biker comes upon a girl with a flat tire and offers her a ride home. He winds up at a drug party with the girl's sister. I think f- you mean her car had a flat tire? Yeah, yeah a girl with a flat tire. Yeah, sounds strange. A girl with wheels. It's the future. <laughs> Not the future with like hillbilly extraterrestrials. These are girls with wheels <laughs> that are hillbillies. Yes, but. You can still, anyway, you can still get a flat. Um, this is better than the movie. Anything we do or say here is better than this movie. He winds up at a drug party with a girl's sister, then follows her to a turkey farm owned by her father. Actually, I think he's offered a job and then shows up at the turkey farm. He does. He doesn't just like roll up like, "Hey, sup?" Heard you got a turkey farm. Yeah, is that why all these turkeys are inside these fences? Um, I heard when it rains, they look up and drown because they're so dumb. Yep, that's probably not true, is it? I don't know. I've heard this. I've heard it too, but I don't believe it. I kind of don't either. Yeah. Jolene, have you ever heard this? I have not. Turkeys are so stupid. (laughs) It's like Big Al says dogs can't look up. (laughs) It's like that. Um, That was from Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Just making sure. It's a little obscure. Uh, Let's see. Um, Owned by the father, a mad scientist. Father turns the biker into a giant turkey monster who goes after the drug dealers, which I don't think that's true either. I think he um, he wants to drink the blood of drug addicts. So he hangs them up by the ankles and cuts their necks and mm-hmm. catches the blood in his cupped hands and then drinks it. And, and he says, gobble, gobble. He's gobbling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this uh, music sting and the scream that is looped more than that one that they showed in in your movie mm. uh, that w- when we watched the kill count right for home sweet home sweet home home sweet home yeah um, it's bad it's so bad I had to turn the volume down to almost not on because you know I didn't didn't want the screaming that was repeating it it was it was bad um, 
Now, the narrator is... Okay, when it's Criswell, it's charming. But this narrator is uh, the director, Brad Grinter. And he's just puffing a cigarette and just talking to you like, hey, man, let's sit down and rap. I gotta, I gotta lay some knowledge on you kids. You know, it's that kind About of a thing. Turkey monster. Yeah. It's like, if you mess around with these drugs, you can end up a turkey monster. The mask is so bad, by the way. Yeah. It looks like a seventh grade kid made it, you know, out of paper mache. And you know what? When I was a kid in seventh grade, I made shit that looked better than this. Um, and yet this movie won an Oscar. Yet it exists. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I could read the long form of this, but what it comes down to oh, Lord, is don't. it takes way too long to get to the part where this guy smokes some of these laced joints from the mad scientist's stash that he's like, go give him, give him these and it'll, it'll do a number on him. Wahaha. And uh, I forget what they wanted. They wanted to enslave him or whatever, but they had him smoke these joints and eat a turkey. And then he wakes up with a turkey head. And uh, up as a jive turkey. He he was more a jive turkey than an actual turkey. Um, and this thing uh, keeps cutting back to this condescending cigarette smoking, like uh, hippie jerk director telling you what it's all about. I don't know what the story is behind them making this. They just shouldn't have. Uh, it goes on for too long with the same stupid gags over and over. Uh, you know, people offering drugs that are way too hard to people who aren't familiar with them for no reason whatsoever. That's your complaint about this film? <laughs> yeah, why do you want to take some innocent girl and shoot her up with heroin? You know, handing cigarettes out at Halloween is one thing. Yeah. But this, I don't know, man. It's just a way to get new customers. I guess. Maybe that's what they were up to. Yeah. But it seemed like there was, I don't know, man. Maybe it was different in the early 70s. Maybe people went to parties and everyone's like, here, take some of this and take some of that. And ooh, you haven't lived until you've shot up this. Um, and then, you know, next thing you know, you got a turkey head. It happened all the time. Yeah, that was kind of the, that was a real thing in the 70s. That's what they, you know, they had to wean you off the drugs quickly, and they called it cold, going cold turkey. That's that's the origins of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Occasionally, you turned into a turkey monster and drank blood. <laughs> One of the lines from the narrator, puffing out a cigarette. Interesting how, in times of trouble, but not before, we turn to God. Be careful what you pray for. It's like, Okay. Huh. And at the end of the movie, he's like, this movie has been a story about the horrors that can occur when we use the human body as a mixing bowl for drugs. And then he has a coughing fit, which I'm not sure didn't actually happen. It seems put on, but it also seems like maybe you had a few too many cigarettes. So is he trying to be Rod Serling or something? Well, sort of. Um, there were some anti-drug movies, speaking of Sonny Bono, uh, to you know bring that back around. Um there were some anti-drug movies they played when I was like in seventh or eighth grade that were super outdated. And here's like Sonny Bono, man. He's sitting down. Mm. He's trying to relate to these kids. And he's telling, he's like talking to the camera and he's telling you like, you shouldn't do drugs, man. Mm. <laughs> he might wearing- end up on the love boat playing <laughs> Deacon Dark. <laughs> he's wearing like a, like a suede. I was so <laughs> whacked out. I didn't even know what happened until they were showing me the dailies. <laughs> Until I got this was, check and I didn't know what it was it for. It was too late to back out. We'd already filmed the episode. I look in the mirror, man, and I'm covered with grease paint. And I don't know why. 
But he was wearing like either a dashiki or like a fringe vest or a fringe vest over a dashiki. And Ooh, like, yeah, very 70s. Oh, it was a, it was like an early 70s like anti-drug movie. And they played it for us like mm, a decade and a half later. And it's just like, what the hell are you showing? <laughs> this is so relatable. Thanks. I think I'm going to go do drugs now. <clears throat> anyway, uh, this thing... Um, do you want me to spoil what the actual gimmick is in this movie? Oh, I've seen it. You've seen it, but, but do I'm, I'm just concerned for the population of Brazil who tunes into this and show. And hasn't seen it. Well, I'm going to just say it. The turkey head is a hallucination. That's the boxing tiger. <laughs> I have to post a picture of it now. Uh, that came all the way from New York City. Um, it's, a, it's a pen that has triggers in the back, and the boxing tiger throws punches. He's so happy looking. Isn't he? He's happily kicking the shit out of somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should actually put um, uh, Flying High now over the top of him boxing. Or, you know, one of those. Maybe Eye of the Tiger. That might be. A, Eye of the Tiger. Because, you know, he's, yeah, he's got two, two eyes of the tiger. His eyes are closed. Yeah. You know. Uh, so the turkey head is a hallucination. Oh, which ruins like everything, the, the little shred everything of everything that was good in this film. Yeah, the, the, the every one thing that was good about this film, the terrible paper mache turkey mask. Yeah, the gobbling was like uh, just the same gobbling over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you uh, ever seen Suburban Sasquatch? No. You had me at Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, it's so low budget. It's terrible. But the the dubbed in Sasquatch growl uh, is like cut badly. So it just starts and stops abruptly and they use it all the time. It sounds like. It's like a soundboard where they just keep hitting the button. Uh-huh, like somebody trying to start a lawnmower or something. <laughs> You're like, what is that? It, it doesn't sound like an animal. It's a pull start Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah so. Bad now, A&R. Obviously, Will, um, Blood Rage, you recommend for our listeners. I don't know if I recommend it to the listeners. Well, you recommend it to yourself. I don't yourself. want any hate mail, but you know. I'd say it was the most entertaining one out of the three. Out of the three, yeah, it's probably the best. Yeah, I would assume it's probably the best Thanksgiving horror movie. Yeah, so made. so far, I mean, how are you gonna? Um, there could be something where Thanksgiving occurs in a movie, but that's not the main I think focus. This one just came out called Pilgrim. Which Ooh. I think it's on one of the subscriber channels. But Maybe we can watch that sometime. Yeah, not one I get. I don't think. Maybe it's on Hulu. Yeah. But uh, Jolien, the uh, the one you watched, Home Sweet Home, is that uh, is that? I, I recommend the Kill Count. Yeah, where did you find that. a copy? It was online. Oh, okay. I, I do not own this one. Okay, I was wondering. I was just trying to find it to watch it. You don't have the restored 4K Blu-ray Steelbook version of this. I do not. It's strange. I know, it's my birthday tomorrow, so uh, yeah. It's not oh, too late. happy early birthday! <laughs> For some weird reason, I had your birthday in, in my mind as being a few days later than that, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Happy early birthday. Thank this you. actually drops on your birthday, then. All right. If uh, That's your present. Yeah. <laughs> you can't return it. Double, double. Um, I don't know if they did a kill count for Blood Freak, but 
I recommend that if you want to put yourself through this, just say you did. If it's some sort of badge of honor for you, go ahead. Otherwise, just don't bother. You know, watch Blood Rage, not Blood Freak. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as the Thanksgiving leftovers go, I think that is that. Now, next time we'll do a retrospective. We'll we'll each uh, pick a few movies that were our favorites out of the 200 episodes we've done. Well, the 199 episodes we've done. Maybe we should do this on 201. No, because no, there were a few interviews in there, too, so that doesn't really calculate anyway. But th- yeah. we've done over 190 movies on this show, and if you add in the shows where we watched two or three movies, we've probably done 200 and something. Oh, we've done, yeah, more than 200, I'm sure. So Because we- I know when we did the retrospective for the 100th episode, there were things that were left off yeah. the list. Yeah, probably. So I don't quite know how that happened, but... Hmm. Well, I would say, though, that if we were to each pick a few that uh, that surprised us in a good way or disappointed us you know, when we were expecting something better. Three from Hell. <laughs> I will be talking about Three from Hell. Phantasm Ravager. Mm. Ooh. You guys hated that. Yeah. That was bad. Still uh, better than Three from Hell. Maybe. So we should pick our three favorites and three most disappointing. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do that. that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll give us... Uh, uh, a good conversation, and and um, maybe we'll go down the list and you know name a few other things that uh, stood out for other reasons. And uh, I think our listeners who've stuck with us, especially people from uh, Brazil and the UK and other places, Gaspar, Slovenia, you know, we had a lot of a lot of listeners all over the world. Um, that'll be next week. So, anything else before we get out of here? No. All right. Well, we're ramping it up for uh, our Christmas extravaganza shortly after that. And then our wintry three, I think we normally do in January. But other than that, we're just going to try and survive the holidays as this, as if they're a thing to be endured. Yes. Which for me, they are. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I think they should move it to every four years like the Olympics. Yeah. It's like leap year. Leap Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. And then you'd get like two weeks off or maybe a whole week. If we could just have a week off to just regroup. Christmas and New Year's, yeah. that whole week. Yeah, that's what they do Just in drinking. UK. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fantastic. That, that's I mean, other than the alcoholism, but... You get your nails done, go out and, you know, just sort of... Yeah, you just... Yeah, meet up with some friends. Yeah. Have a nice lunch. Time. Sure. Lunch? Yeah, why not? Last time we all went... Except who's working at these places if we're all, you know, if we're all off. Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway... So let's call it a show then. Listeners, thank you for listening. Gobble, gobble.